911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how there might be something that you're doing for five minutes, possibly every single day, and it could be causing you to get sick frequently. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I believe that one of the best things that has come out of this whole quarantine is that there are so many high-level people who are producing an immense amount of content and essentially giving it away for free. And the only challenge about that is time, right? It takes time to be able to consume all of this content. So what I've been doing is I have a folder saved on a Google Doc and I make sure that I copy all the links and I put them on there. Some of them have timeouts. So for example, if there's a Facebook challenge, the content might be taken down on a certain day. So I make note of that and I I go on and there was one in particular that Tony Robbins had put on a few weeks back. And it was, it wasn't, I can't say enough. This, this amount of detailed content is something that he usually charges an immense amount of money for his tickets. I think the minimum in-person events are like a thousand dollars. And now he's putting on a live event that you can pay for. Of course, it's remotely since everything got shut down for him and for everybody else. But during this challenge, he made mention of something, I think by mistake, (laughs) while he was just talking. And he said that if we're upset for five minutes, It takes our immune system five to six hours to be able to recover. So that means our immune system is weakened and we're vulnerable and more susceptible to illness and to catching something for an entire five to six hours. So I was like, how on earth could that be true? And I I started to look into it. And if you're not familiar, cortisol is the hormone that we produce when we are stressed out. And so the adrenal gland is what produces cortisol. And there was actually a study that I had found. And um, let me just pull it up really quick. This study was done out of Harvard University. And scientists found that in healthy people, simply recalling an angry experience from their past could also cause a dip in their antibody um, immunoglobin A. So these are the cells that fight against infection. And it just blew my mind because I can if we're honest, and maybe this has happened to you too, thinking back to times in our lives when things just sucked, right? And we've all had those moments and maybe it was one thing, maybe it was an abundance of things. Maybe you work a really stressful job as it is and having an emotional trigger that is so intense that it just inevitably made you sick as a result, but perhaps you didn't think about it in that way because of course, not all of us are privy to this information, but the more you know. And I can remember, I'm a very calm person and I don't get like worked up or agitated easily. And I do remember a time when my mom was very sick. This was before she passed away. And it was just, it was a lot. And not because I was angry so much, but It was a lot that I had to learn. Nobody teaches us the process when somebody passes away. Even things like, you know, setting up all the arrangements when someone does die and me having to call the funeral home while my mom was in the hospital 
And I really wish that there was some form of education for these sorts of things. Um, all the legal stuff that sits on the back end of that, because it's something that unfortunately we all have to experience. And I remember no matter how much my husband tried to help or how much people said they were there to help, there were certain things that I knew I had to do myself in order to make sure that my mom was taken care of. And just going through the process and people not having any sense of empathy. And it taught me to be a better person when it comes to my approach, in particular with strangers or people who I don't know what is necessarily going on in their lives. Because there was a moment where I remember dealing with somebody at Kaiser and they had zero empathy. You can tell that they did not like their job. Maybe they just didn't like their day, whatever it was. I just remember thinking in my head, this person standing in front of me has no idea that my mom is dying right now. And I think it was something simple, like refilling a prescription, like whatever it was. I, I will always remember how heavy that thought sat with me as I'm face to face with this person who was just clueless. And of course, you're not going to tell a stranger to like, you know, back off a little bit when you're going through something like that. And maybe you, maybe you are that type. But for me, I just remember that was a huge growth and learning moment for me. And there was moment after moment. She had palliative care. So if you're not familiar, that means that there is a doctor who specializes in keeping patients comfortable when they're dying. And there was, you know, she had cancer. So there was so many different specialists, thoracic surgery, um, pulmonology, like all of these things. And that coupled with my dad was essentially helpless. And it was one of the first times that I saw my dad in that state, this, this man who I've always looked up to as this strong and brave and capable of doing everything. He wasn't able to perform at all. And just to give you a little further insight, the day that my mom was dying and we knew she was going to die that day, my dad, <laughs> I'll never forget this. He was going up and down the hall of the house that I grew up in. My dad's a contractor. He he built our house and he was sweeping the floors <laughs> like he he just didn't know how to handle that situation. And so I'm, I'm explaining all of this to you. This has a point, I promise. But I remember after my mom passed away and there were all the things that I had to do, um, gathering pictures, creating like the memorial poster, but like all of the stuff. And when it was finally over and I didn't have to go, go, go for her anymore, I got sick. And I once read a study that says the flu, the genuine flu, the kind where you wake up or you're even just watching TV and suddenly you start to feel the chills and those aches and pains and the sweats and maybe nausea, like the actual flu is something that we only get once every 10 years. And I believe that that's true for me personally. And that happened and it was time for me to get sick. And I think that it was from all the stress and I'm sure that there are some components of anger and stress that are associated in terms of the chemicals that our body produces when we're going through something as traumatic as that. And it got me thinking about maybe your profession as a police officer, as a firefighter, someone in the military, maybe you're a spouse and you're a parent, you're a child to somebody. There are many moments in our lives where that trigger just gets turned on like a car ignition. And 
it's important, I think, for us to be able to identify this sort of thing, especially if we're now familiar with this element of the fact that our immune system is essentially shot for five to six hours after we do get pissed off. And so how do we do that? And I think it starts with our own inner circle and educating people. If I if I knew this little piece of information a long time ago, um, I would have certainly told people like my dad or my husband, people around me consistently, because I see all of the time people getting so triggered over the most minute things. And it happens more and more now that people are stuck at home and the world seems to be a crazier place than it ever has been before. But by educating the people in our circle of the fact that, listen, Like you're literally making me sick because you're pissing me off and make light of it even. But education is really where it starts. And then we have to learn how to control our own emotional triggers and to realize that somebody who's inflicting pain on us or who is doing something that causes us to be stressed out or pissed off, it doesn't belong to us. And most of the time, that person that is acting in that way, it's based off of something that they're reflecting within themselves. And it almost never has anything to do with the person that they're taking it out on. And it's also important for us to be mindful of this. I think when we consider children. I'm not a parent, but if I was a parent, I would find it very important to make sure that, especially as a child is going into their adolescence, I remember that age. I remember how angry I was all of the time. And I also remember how sick I was. I was sick. I I feel like I was sick all of the time. And, you know, maybe it was a little bit different back then because we didn't sit in front of computers. We were outside, you know, getting dirty (laughs) with each other out with every single neighbor that we could find on our block. And we had um, more physical contact than I think we probably will ever have again, thanks to this whole COVID. But I wanted to share that with you. I'm going to wrap this up. I hope that if you're driving to work or if you're at home, I hope that you're able to just enjoy your day and please find some way to do something for yourself because you most certainly work your butt off. I know that you do if you're listening to this show and you deserve it.